Wimbledon Day 8 July, Monday the 4th Thank you to Poddlers for your best wishes for a speedy recovery from my attack of podcastitis. Medical advisors have helped me to recover adequately to continue my daily reports on these Wimbledon Championships. So, to unfinished business from yesterday. We ended with the number one seed Djokovic leading the promising outsider Tim von Richthofen by one set. Novak went on to win comfortably in four sets. So on to today. This is when some people say the tournament really starts. First up is court number three, which has four doubles matches today. Heather Watson and Harriet Dart are now playing together against Kitsch Enoch and Ostropenko. Doubles matches are notoriously difficult to commentate on. I'll do my best. The Heathers win a close first set. 12 midday. Dermineur, winner against Liam Brady, is in singles action again. His lightweight frame belies the power he generates, although one commentator is in favour of him beefing up. Not needed so far as he takes the first two sets. Then a tight third set in which Dermineur breaks his opponent Christian Gannon and moves to match point. All over. Not quite. Garin resists and forces a tie-break. Wins the tie-break. And then evens the score, two sets all. Neither player has a killer weapon. The match goes into its fourth hour before the final set reaches another tie-break. There is tension in the play and in the stands. No obvious winner. Then, after numerous match points, the decisive thrust. From Garen. Another underdog survives to bark another day. Whee! 5pm. Kyrgios has won against Nikoshima, providing his usual dramatic performance on centre court. Not as distasteful as his tennisomania bout of Pistichipas, but one including an injury break and recovery to win relatively comfortably. Gains the disapproval of the commentary box, which provokes a Twitter storm about Andrew Castle and about his judgment of Kyrgios's injury and his girlfriend. 7pm. Nadal plays the last match of the day on centre court. For all his awesome performances, his games are often uncompetitive and results predictable. He sets a pattern of baseline rallies, which ends sufficiently often in his winning the point. The seeding system keeps him apart until the last round of tournaments from the few competitors able to keep up. Typically, tonight... While I was compiling a few notes, the match moved from a first set win by Nadal to a set point in the second set. His young opponent, Botik Zanschlup, wilts, and Nadal is one set away from the next round. Here's a typical point. Zanschlup serves. A rally follows. Nadal is slightly out of position as his opponent advances to the net, only for Nadal to rip out a double-handed cross-court backhand winner. A point later follows the same pattern, and Nadal repeats the same treatment. But somehow, Botic takes the set into a tie-break, which he contests vigorously. Suddenly, Rafa is noticeably tentative. His twitch count when receiving goes from 6 to around 11, 
but Rafa recovers his intensity and accuracy of shots and eventually converts. But even the greatest look down into the dark places when victory is in sight.